listeners, before this episode begins, just know it has some weird audio. We're working on it, guys. It's a process. We've only been doing this show for For a year and a half. Sorry. I'm Claire Manship. And I'm Ian Brodsky. And this is The Thing That Happened This Week. The show where everyone brings a story from the past seven days and we break it down. It's sugar and spice and everything nice. Hello. It's an evening cast. It is an evening cast. You may be listening to it during the day, but it is nighttime. It's nighttime where we are. This night might be where you are. Yes, this night could be where you are in right now. Possibly. It it could be. Right. Doing a podcast at night is a completely different vibe than the day. Right. I like the day because it feels like it's part of our work week, Mm -hmm. but I like the night because the day has already happened and it gives us just a few more hours to maybe have a thing that happened this week. I was actually just thinking that exact same thing on the train right up here. Really? Literally, like, my thing that happened this week could happen right now. It Mm -hmm. didn't, but it could have. How meta would it be if the thing that happened this week was doing this right now? And we were making commentary on speaking at this very moment. I'm like mildly surprised that none of our guests so far have done that. Right. Like, well, we did talk to, I guess it was maybe Branson Reese. Mm -hmm. No, he had never done a podcast before. Someone had done in our early, early days, had done a podcast before as a guest Mm -hmm. within like just a few days before they did our show. Right. I can't remember who it was. Forgive me, beloved guests. We love you so much, but. I would love if we commented more on doing this, but then it would be very heady. It would be super heady. Too heady for me. Thank you very much. FM. How was your day? My day was good. My day was like, my day was like a solid work day. I went to work. I went to an audition and then I came here. Did you text me at like 530 in the morning? Probably. I woke up at 530 in the morning. Okay. I texted Ian last night at 1030. And then sometime around 5.30 to 6.30, I want to say? Yes. What time? Um, It was 5.31. Oh my gosh. Ian texted me at 5.31. You better be grateful I was in a REM cycle, my friend. Oh yeah. Well, or I would have gotten you. I you don't Do you not put your phone on Do Not Disturb? No, because I worry that, you know, okay. I'll, I'll miss someone dying or something. Okay, that I get that. It's just my anxiety. I would rather wake up to a text of nothing than sure. not wake up when someone's trying to find me. Got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Got it. Is Do Not Disturb worth it? I love it. Does because... it give you peace of mind? Yeah. It doesn't freak you out? No. That you're going to miss something? No. I'm just like, it's kind Do of like... Do calls a... come through? Um, or do I they don't, go straight to voicemail? I don't know, honestly, because um, I've never just gotten a call like in the middle of the night. Okay, wait. Put it on Do Not Disturb, and I'm going to call okay. you right now. We're going to test this theory. Because right. if calls go through, then I'll start using it, because okay. texts don't really matter. But sure. calls, you know, like for an emergency? Right. All right, here we go. And I don't know if there's a way to make like an emergency call. Okay, is it on Do Not Disturb? It is. I'm calling you right now. I'm putting it on speaker. Hello, this is Ian. Whoa! Oh, wow. Right now. Straight to voicemail. Straight, straight to, to voicemail. Straight to missed call. Whoa! Um, That's crazy. But I think, like, I'm hoping that, like, there's an emergency contact setting i have to find that oh, out oh where the right people could get through right okay like, like that's people in your favorites list should be able to get through that's what i'm hoping slash thinking like mm-hmm. i don't know like i kind of like i kind of just use like the good faith that like nothing will happen which is 
ballsy in a, to an extent, but yeah. I can't. The second I get like a text message at two in the morning, are you or, like, like livid? I cannot fall back asleep. Do you get so angry? I get so angry I when so people angry. respond to something that literally could have waited till the morning. Mm-hmm. Now, to be fair, Do Not Disturb clearly was an option for me, and I just didn't explore it. Sure. But also, why are you texting me? Like, I like to subscribe to the rules when you were a kid. You didn't call people's houses after 8. Right. And you didn't send emails after or text messages after 10. Mm. I think that's completely reasonable. If someone texts me in the middle of the night, it's either a booty text, uh-uh, brother, <laughs> we're not playing that game. Right. Or version two is a friend in need, which right. very rarely happens. I mean, like, my friends and I text at all hours. Mm. So, like, that, like, it wouldn't surprise me if, like, a random friend was, like, just hanging out at, like, 1.30 in the morning and, like, mm-hmm. talking to another group, like... A group text or something. My best friends in high school, we had a foolproof method before Do Not Disturb existed to know when something was an emergency. Mm. One call, you could ignore. Two calls means call me back. If the person called three times and you missed it, it's an emergency. That's a good idea. Yeah, so my friends and I, like, if we called in the middle of the night and I got three missed calls, whenever I saw I had three missed calls, it was basically like, I'm not even calling back that person, I'm going to their house. Right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So if you guys want to take that and run with it, you do that. At this week's thing. At this week's thing at gmail.com. Yeah. Okay, ready for the thing that happened this week? Yes. Yes, let's do it. Hear the music. Yeah, you. Me? Why, yeah, Claire. Oh, me. Claire, what was the thing that happened this week? So this week. I had a very strange interaction on the train. Okay. I got on the train. I think it was an E train that I was taking to 42nd Street from 34th. So it wasn't that far. And I get on the train and there's a few seats available, but because I'm only going one stop, I decide to stand in the middle. Now this train has two parallel benches the entire length of the train no perpendicular seating. Mm-hmm. And so when I'm standing in the middle, my butt is facing one bench and my front is facing the other bench. I happen to have my butt in front of a woman who is leaning like out of the bench, kind of like um, like she would prop her feet up on an ottoman if it were there. Sure. Her feet are kind of forward where they're like partway into the open space in the aisle. And she has a cane next to her okay. that's leaning out as well. There's another man that maybe was related to her. I couldn't really figure it out. But he was sitting next to her. And then there were a few open seats. But for the most part, I was like, it's not worth it to sit down. Mm-hmm. At one point in the tunnel, the train like... like curves a little bit before it pulls into 42nd street and so the train curves for a moment and i step kind of back to the side to brace myself i do not step on her okay ian's looking me terrified i was like uh i do not step on her but there there is maybe like four or five inches between the back of my foot and the front of her foot that's outstretched way beyond her personal space area Mm -hmm. and she goes excuse me please do not step on me And I ignored her because I didn't step on her. And then she goes, Miss, Miss, do not step back on my foot. If you step on my foot, I will be very upset with you. And 
I literally, I didn't even know what to say. It wasn't worth it to turn around because now no. the conductor's saying we're pulling into 42nd Street. So facing, still with my butt facing her and me facing the opposite bench, I said, okay. Right. Out loud. So she would stop talking to me. Train pulls in. Doors get ready to open. I turn over my shoulder to go out the door that's kind of adjacent to her. Mm -hmm. And as I'm exiting the door, I hear her say to the man next to her, and I can't figure out if they were strangers or if they were related, but I'm exiting the train, and she turns to him and she goes, if she had stepped back on my foot, I would have poked her with my cane. I would have poked her, poked her hard, because she would have stepped on my foot. And it just wasn't even worth it what the fuck it just wasn't even worth it it was like she was trying to goad me as i was already off the train like i was gonna get back on and have a fight with her or right like what what did any of this accomplish literally nothing if i had stepped on her any normal person hopefully myself included would have said oh excuse me i'm so sorry are you all right right but there was like not ample space but space between where i braced my foot and where her foot was out in the fucking aisle like maybe a close call yes but like like she did not have to be like don't step on my foot as if it's like oh well there goes my afternoon yeah it was so so weird i think the weirdest part for me was that I literally had already stepped out of the train and onto the platform, and I hear her still talking about me like I had done something when I hadn't? That's... It was so weird. I, I, now, I don't know if this is like old New York versus new New York. I'm new New York. I know that I am. Mm-hmm. I, I feel very much at home here. But clearly this woman had probably lived her whole life. Right. You can pretty much tell from the way that people like talk to you. Also, in in the context of what I heard her and the man talking about as I was getting on the train, she was talking about how all these new people to New York don't have respect, blah, blah, blah. So I kind of felt like she already was ready to pick a fight with somebody. Right. And I just happened to be like a young, white, East Coast transplant. Right. But I'm in a place in my life now where it's seriously not worth it. If, oh, yeah. If this was a year or two ago, I would have picked a fight with that woman. But now, like, I, it's just not... It's exhausting to try and fight the public every time someone's being a dick. Right. It's like... Over something that didn't happen. It's like, never worth it. Like, when is it ever worth it to be like, oh, yeah, someone bumped into me, so I'm going like, to just yell at them until I provoke them to the point where I get into a fight. Like, I that... No one wins in that scenario in my mind. Yeah, which has happened to me before. Damn. Where someone bumped into me, I picked a fight, and they attacked me. Like, I, I'm i a little bit frustrated with the situation, and I'm still thinking about it. Right. Because in that instance, nothing happened, and that probably should have been the time I did speak up and say, ma'am, I, I, I apologize if I did something to you, but right. I hope I hope you have a good day. Yeah. But on the other hand, it's not worth it because what if she's a crazy bitch? Right. You know what I mean? I mean, like, my parents are, like, I don't want to say old-fashioned New York, but they're pretty old-fashioned New York, and even they raised me to be like, just don't talk to people. Yeah. But you don't have to. Like, it's not worth, like, possibly running into a crazy person. Yeah. Like, Well, yeah. and I don't understand what 
what can be accomplished by picking a fight with a person just because they seem different than you? Because really, that's what this was. It was old versus young. It was like old New York versus new New York. She was going to find the first millennial she could to have a fight with. Yeah. I'm glad it was me because I didn't fight back with her and someone else could also be crazy. Right. But I, it's a little disheartening to me because I do feel like... I, I have to follow my gut and know that she was irritated with me from the moment I got on the train because I'm a millennial or because mm-hmm. I'm young. Right. Maybe because I'm white. And I, I, I'm frustrated. I'm frustrated in knowing that because we didn't choose this life. We didn't set up this economy. We didn't set up this right. world. And I definitely didn't set up New York gentrification. I completely contribute to it. Mm-hmm. But I can't do anything about not stepping on your foot that has nothing to do with me living here right it was like trying to make trying to pick a fight with me over something that had literally i mean basically that's what it was she was trying to find something to pick a fight with me right like she was probably already like frustrated with something that day and found an excuse to like take it out on someone yeah or to try to take it out on someone you know maybe i'm reading too deep into it but really i I have to believe that she wouldn't have said anything if I was 40. Possibly. Uh, possibly. I, I mean, it depends on how, how old she is. Because even thir- even 40 guess, to her might have been, like, still young. Young, Young yeah. enough to pick a fight with. I would guess she was 60. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't really know what it all meant. And maybe she genuinely just thought I was going to step on her foot. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. I, but I I have to think that it's healthy that those instances are like, well, what could that have been about? Was mm-hmm. that racial? Was that ageist? Was that, I, I don't know, you know, but the, those are the things that I think we're made to be hyper aware about right now. Right. So I don't know, you know. I don't know. It feels good to get it off my chest. Sure, no. No, like it was not, like this situation you could have just said, Hey, I almost like I almost stepped on someone's foot, and then they yelled at me about it, and like that could be anybody about anybody to anybody. Yeah, that's like, true. I don't know. And maybe that was the circumstance. How do you feel now? I feel okay. I'm surprised that it's still on my brain. Sure. Well, it definitely affected you. Well, when that would have been literally nothing and probably wouldn't have become a thing that happened this week. Sure. If she wasn't... Now, I do have to say, her voice was hilarious. Please don't step on my foot! It was like she was Dolly Parton or something. I was going to say, was she actually like Southern sounding kind of? No, it was more like an old... Like that shaky like old lady yeah. voice. Yeah, where she was like, if she had stepped on my foot, I would have poked her. Right. Poked her with my cane. Wow. It's not really southern. It's more like drawn out. Sure. I don't I know. I see what you mean. Yeah, I can't, I can't do But it was very heightened. Got she it. She was in a mood. <laughs> in a mood. In a mood. I don't oh. like when people say that's a big mood. I'm, that's not a mood at all. That's not a big anything. Right. Why would you say that? I don't like that uh, phrase. Uh, Stop it. I did say it. I did do that last night, though. That's a big mood? No, um, I um, I was watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and I posted, like, an Instagram story of Chelsea Party dancing, and I just tagged it as, like, um, 
Uh, Chelsea Peretti is always a mood. Well, a mood is something, but a big mood, that's when it annoys yeah, I don't know. me. I'm like, uh, an emotion or a mood can't be bigger or smaller. I guess I'm like indifferent on like that colloquialism. Yeah, I don't, mm, I don't like it. All right. Not for me. Okay. Well, thank you for listening, Ian Brodsky. Anytime, Claire. All right. It's your turn. So the thing that happened to me this week is I had three days off in a row and I only spent time working on one of them. Mm. The other two days, I I left my house because I felt like leaving my house. I made plans with friends. I ran errands because I had the time. (laughs) I just like strolled around. I binge watched stuff. I don't ever binge watch stuff. I didn't think about work one bit. And it was somehow both like, the most relaxing and incredibly productive, like, like mood. Ooh. Yeah, like, I got to prep for things. I got some writing done. But, like, I just did it all from, like, the comfort of my couch. Amazing. Like, I don't give myself days off. And, like, I'm someone who, like, kind of defines themselves by, like, my work and how hard I work and, like, how type A I can be in that I just kind of, like, dive into the work. But... This was such a great, great, amazing, like, neutralizer. I didn't look at, like, like it's weird to say, but, like, I didn't look at the clock. Like, I just kind of, like, lived my day, and I was just so present in that day. And it, like, and it was on a Saturday, too. I never get Saturdays off. And if I do, it's usually because I'm on my way to somewhere, or I have an event, or something. I found out that my school's alumni day was that day in the middle of the day. So it's not like I could have gone up. I could have if I wanted to, but, like, I needed it. Like, I almost called one of my jobs and was like, hey, can I come in? But I didn't because I was like, I need this day off. Yes. I need to be at home just binge-watching Crazy Ex-Girlfriend <laughs> and, like, just get some, like, busy work done. And, like, I org- I organized some stuff in my room. And I, like, I yeah, it was... Just, like, I can't believe, like, how good I feel about it because, like, it just, it's not something I'm used to having, so it's not something I'm used to, like, celebrating. I haven't had, like, a true day off in a while. Sure. Um, so, honestly, like, that was really it. Like, I thought about, like, are there movies I could see? Are there, like, shows I could see? And I was just like, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay in. Yeah. Like, I don't need to expend the energy. I would love... It would have been fun to go out and like do stuff, but like, I didn't, I didn't need to expend that energy. Yeah, like it was, it was great. That sounds great. Yeah, having a day off is really good for the brain. Oh I, yeah, I really do believe that our brains need to reset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not good at abiding by it. I'm always someone who believes in like get at least six hours of sleep and take your lunch break. Like, because otherwise, like, I know that I'm useless. <laughs> right. I wouldn't say useless, but... <laughs> um, but, like, when I'm drained, like, I just kind of, like, hit a wall, and I'm like, I don't know what's going on, and I kind of just, like, walk in circles. Right. Like, that sometimes admittedly happens to me, like, at work, where, like, there's just five different things going on, and I'm like, I only have a half an idea of how to deal with each of these things. So I kind of just, like, walk in circles, and then, like, I never really accomplish anything. So, like, I need, so I, it's draining. That's draining. And, like, the Friday, Saturday were my days to, like, 
recenter myself and like get back to one and it was and it really it truly made a difference and I forget that like I need to be nicer to myself sometimes so I learned something yeah. again did you know that I read something like one billion or something vacation days go unused yeah. by Americans every year mm-hmm. maybe that's too many but a very large number right <laughs> there's like some sort of commercial about it too I forget what yes. the client is but yeah there's like a whole yes thing about like how paid vacation days go unused I remember my cousins when I was growing up Ryan and Garrett used to have one day per semester of school that they could choose as their personal day where they could go to their mom and say, I want today or tomorrow or whatever to be my one personal day for this semester where they just got to play hooky and she would call them in sick. And I think that that is genius. It also reminds me, my uncle is a professor at Rollins in Florida and Rollins has something called Fox Day where I think their mascot might be a fox, so maybe that's why. But sure. anyway, I don't know what their mascot is, but one day every spring semester, there's a fox tied to the base of like the main flagpole in front of the admissions building, and ca- classes are canceled. Like, surprise, classes canceled. That's like the signifier? Yes. A wow. Fox, like a little stuffed fox. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So if that's. If I just I genuinely believe that forced time off can mm-hmm. only do us good. Right. And um like if you follow me on like Twitter, Instagram, like you see I posted about mental health recently and I think like something that I would like to do is become more of an advocate about mental health and mm-hmm. that kind of awareness. Um but it has been so long since I've given myself a mental health day. Good for and you. And that's what these like this weekend ended up being. And it was it was awesome. Like I, like I, I don't love playing hooky or anything, but like I think everyone is entitled to mental health days, especially if you're in like a metropolis, like a New York or a Chicago. Like, like we work ourselves to the bone, and I'm someone who loves that, but also at the same time, like I'm, as we said last time, a Libra. Like I need, <laughs> I need that balance. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and for me as a Gemini, I'm very indecisive about Mm. not necessarily indecisive but almost extremist one way or another about the right and wrong of the situation until I am I've run down the clock and all of the time I had to make decisions is is gone right there's something nice about having a day off where suddenly the errands that you have to run (laughs) are not um are not obligatory anymore. They're, right. They're enjoyable. Right. And that's what this was. Where it's not a burden to go to the grocery store to pick up X, Y, and Z. Right. Yeah. Cool. I am proud of you. Thank you. And I think you're smart. Thank you. I appreciate that. I don't hear that enough. You is kind. You is smart. You is important. You know, I does try. <laughs> All right. Are we ready for the quiz? Let's do the quiz. Quiz time. That was like a nice, like, like, floaty quiz time. It was like, a chill it just, like, one. Just chill, like, it just chilled out of your mouth. Quiz time. <laughs> Should I do it like that? Quiz time. Quiz time. This time. This is Creed does quiz time. Quiz time. Yeah. All yep. right. All right. Hey. Okay, Claire Manship, what are you obsessed with this week? 
I am obsessed with making my own salad dressing. Ooh, okay. Okay, honey bun. So, I, uh, as everybody who listens to the show knows, I don't drink anymore. And a lot of salad dressing is red wine or white wine vinegar based. Sure. And uh, it's enough of an alcohol content that I don't really feel like I should be drinking it anymore. Mm -hmm. So uh, my favorite red wine, raspberry, vinaigrette, blah, blah, blah dressing, I tried to recreate without vinegar. And I think I was pretty successful. It's more like a raspberry coulis. If for anybody who watches MasterChef Junior, those kids are obsessed with the phrase coulis. Okay. He's like... Right, what are you making? Hi, chef. I'm making a filet mignon and arugula salad with a uh, vinaigrette raspberry coulis. And he's like, Aww. right, very on. Okay, on, on you go. <laughs> I love Gordon Ramsay. I think he's amazing. That's great. Um, So it's kind of more like that, but it turned out pretty delicious. Sweet. Yeah, so making my own recipes. Nice. All right, three fingers in the air. Um, never have I ever owned clothing with bottle caps on it. It was big in like the 2000s in the aughts. Yes. I don't think so. Okay. Um, For a moment I had in my head, do you remember that movie Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen with Lindsay Lohan? And she has that Coke bottle necklace, Coke bottle top necklace. I thought for some reason the image came across my brain that that was mine. It was not. (laughs) (laughs) Never have I ever uh, had a candy necklace. Down. Never. Oh, you're still at two fingers, aren't you? Yeah. Oh, she's making the L, and I'm like that. I only I'm see one finger. I'm counting like a European. Right. Uh, never have I ever been to New Mexico. Down. I'm dying to. Um, it's gorgeous. I don't know why. Um, Fun fact. Nope. I'll save it for the end. Okay. Ah, nice. Never have I ever drove a red car. Does Burgundy count? Nah. You mean candy apple red, right? Like candy apple red, like bright red. Mm, yep. Yeah, I have. That's that. (laughs) Yes, I have driven a red car. Cool. My Um, Aunt Jackie's. The cool aunt that gave... Cool Aunt Jackie. Who gave the the personal days off to her kids. Go Aunt Jackie. I used to drive around her Miata. Nice. I'm pretty sure it's red. It might not be, but yeah, probably. All right. Um, And what are you watching and listening to this week? So last night, for the first time, if you can believe it, I watched American Psycho, which I really loved, Mm -hmm. and... I'm all fucked up about it, and I need to call up all sorts of people to get mm. their take on it. Have you seen it? No. I watched, like... It's on Huluween right now, so you should go check it out. I watched, like, a boot... Like, I skimmed through, like, a bootleg of the musical version. Okay. And I was like, this sucks. Yeah. The movie is fantastic, so right. I would go take a look at it. I also recently watched one of my favorite fall movies, The Proposal, Ooh. which I love very much. I remember seeing it in theaters when I was 18, laughed until I cried. Really? Yeah. Probably, I mean, I would argue, besides You've Got Mail, it might be the best rom-com ever made. Mm, Yeah, there are jokes in that movie that still make me laugh. Um, And I know they're coming, and that's how I know, like, that is really good writing. Mm. Yeah, fantastic. And I'm also listening to, um, besides... (laughs) If everybody remembers last week, Pumpkin Spice Fall by Apple Music. I love right. it very much. I'm listening to the original cast recording of Mean Girls, getting familiarized Ooh. with that. I also swung back and listened to some Legally Blonde today. Fun. Perfect day. 
not that one. I was listening to the musical, but mm. yeah, that's what I hear when I think Legally Blonde. Right. Nothing's standing in, in my, my way. way. Yeah. Um, and nothing can go wrong. Such a great song. Um, I feel like I'm forgetting something I was... Oh, oh, I just listened to one of my favorite comedians right now is Andrew Santino. Mm. I love Andrew Santino. He's super raunchy. He's um, kind of... A lot of his comedy is very racially uh, charged and right. intense, but some of it, I... Uh, he gets down to the root of how men and women speak to each other mm. in a way that I think a lot of other comedians like don't really tell the truth about. Uh, and I I just think he's so fucking funny. He's Great. the funniest fucking dude. Cool. Yeah. Uh, now, who was the last person you texted? The last person I texted was you. So before that must have been... Huh. Claire is stumped. Yeah, I guess I haven't sent a lot of text messages today. I may not have sent any text messages today. Wow. Uh, this week's thing first. Weird. All I don't, right. I genuinely don't think I texted anybody today. All right, I'll take it. Yeah. All cool. right, no one. The answer is no, no one. one. All right. Bow, bow, bow. Now, who would you like to wish well this week? I would like to wish well, in the vein of what we were speaking about just now, Christian Bale. Mm. Christian Bale clearly has some problems, if anybody has followed his career at all. He is a scandaloso kind of dude. But he is an incredible actor. Yep. And I do believe that people who are truly good at acting and telling the truth and reflecting society back to itself, there is a bit of humanity in there that can always be unlocked. Mm. So even though he has done some fucked up things in the past and said some unforgivable shit, I believe that deep down the answers will come to him and he will find his way and maybe one day he won't be so friggin' scandalous. Here's hoping. Here's hoping. So I wish you well, Christian Bale. All right. There we go. Cool. Ian Brodsky, what are you obsessed with this week? Ooh, um, I'm kind of obsessed with Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Yes. Like, I know I just talked about it, but like, I, it's, I try watching it, I try keeping up with it, but I do such a terrible job, and then the, then it comes out on Netflix and I binge watch a whole season in a day. Mm. Like, and this, um, I just finished season three. Season four just uh, started airing. And it's their final season. And it's their final season. Season three was just so good. <laughs> like, as someone who has kept up with this series, like, it's really wonderful to see, like, the growth and the transformation of, like, all these main characters. Yeah. So, and I just love Rachel, Broom, Rachel Bloom's stuff. Yeah, yeah, she's incredible. Yeah. She's got them heavy boobs. Heavy, heavy boobs. boobs. Yeah. Heavy boobs. Uh, okay, question number two, three fingers up. Never have I ever eaten shark. No. Maybe I have. I'm not certain. I eat a lot of sushi. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Never have I ever carried a Christmas tree up the stairs. Nope. I mean, I know you're Jewish, but there was a chance. <laughs> no, that's fair. Never have I ever lost a piece of jewelry down a sewer. No. Never have I ever been in the Mile High Club. No. <laughs> I'm very Ian was, boring, clearly. Ian was disappointed with himself now. No. 
sorry. I thought I was going to get you on that one. Not really. I, 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 buddy, I love you so much, but you don't strike me as the kind of guy who fucks in the air. You know I, what I mean? In the air. <laughs> a air. air. <laughs> Never have I ever eaten baked Alaska. No. Never have I ever blown glass. No. Never have I ever scratched my cornea. No. Surprisingly enough. <laughs> yeah, for all the contacts we wear. Right. Never have I ever forgotten to wear my contacts or glasses out of the house. Down. Never have I ever spilled hot coffee on myself in the car. Down. Never have I ever been punched in the genitals. No. No one's ever ball-tapped you before? No. Jesus. Um, and I don't like to talk about it because the second I say that, someone's like, oh, I'm going to get you. Oh, I'm I like, can get you under the table you. right now, bro. Never have I ever played... No, that's not true. I was going to say <laughs> played footsie with someone at dinner, but I 100% have. Hi, <laughs> <I> Will. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, he's a sweetie pie. Um, never have I ever fallen out a window. No. Mm, I don't think... I feel like I would, like, remember if I fell out a window. Mm. I've, like, crawled through windows, but... Never have I ever been apple picking? Down. All right. Jesus, that took fucking forever. I know. I went to a school that had a lot of orchards around it, All right. Ian, before we play next week, I need you to get on a plane, (laughs) fuck somebody in the bathroom. (laughs) Right, and and immediately text you afterward. Yeah, I get you. If you ever join the Mile High Club, text me, please. You got it. If I ever join the Mile High Club, I'll text you. All right, cool. All right, this week's thing at (laughs) gmail.com. Okay, question number three. What are you watching slash listening to? Um, I, I talked about, uh, I was going to say the girlfriend, but uh, crazy ex-girlfriend. You um, wish. I know, right? <laughs> I, I do, I do. Um, oh, um, actually, I was... Um, I bet you I Rachel was, Bloom is in the Mile High Club. I, I hope so, because I she just so seems too. like she just seems like the cool kind of person. Yeah, she fucks. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I made this playlist on my way home just of like songs I wanted to listen to, so it's like... Drake, followed by Tank of the Bengas, followed by LCD Sound System, followed by Lord, followed by Janelle Monet, followed by B.I.G. Okay. So, a little bit of a lot of things this week. Great. Um, I'm, um, oh, Pod Save America's on HBO now. I've been, I watched that. It was yes. great. Um, oh, what else? What else? What else? I finished reading Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, which I actually really enjoyed. It was never my favorite until, like... Or, I mean, it's still not my favorite, but, like, I never, like, loved it until now. Talk about the Mile High Club. You ever ridden a hippogriff before? I'm trying every day. Sucks to suck. I know. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Um, that. That, that. And, like, a lot of office reruns. <laughs> your face. That. 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 <laughs> the Office? You're watching The Office? Um, yeah, a lot of reruns are on Comedy Central now, so it's, like, so easy to, like, just... Leave it on and keep it going. That- Joe McCarthy, Richard Nixon, Studebaker Television, North Korea, South Korea, Marilyn Monroe, Ryan started right the, the fire. fire. That and um, Mom, the CB, I think it's CBS. CBS. Um, Allison Janney, Anna Ferris. Yeah, the, a lot of those reruns are on um, FX, so that's another show I can just like let run in the background that I just enjoy watching. FX has the movies. FX, you remember that? That's the movies. Yeah, that's like on back. Oh, yeah. That's a throwback, oh, BB. Yeah. FXX. Now that shit makes right. me laugh. FXX. Sex. 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 
Question number four, who was the last person you texted? Oh, it was my roommate. Um, but before that, Claire's like, you fucking cheater. Um, no, I was going to make a joke, but um, it was bad. Was, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> Say it again. I'll tell you the joke. Uh, it was my roommate. You dick. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I would have totally been like, you know what? You're right. Because I realized I turned on, like, I looked at my phone to look at this playlist and Morgan had texted me. So that's unfair. But before that, it was friend of the show and friend of my life, Nick Brigadier. Hi, Nick Brigadier. Hi. Miss you, BB. Yeah. Love you, BB. Yeah. I saw him today. It was great. Amazing. Um, yes. Do you think Nick Brigadier's in the Mile High Club? We gotta find I, somebody who's I'm in the wonder, Mile High Club. I'm wondering. We gotta find somebody. We'll find somebody. Right. This week's thing at gmail.com. Please, if you have been in the Mile High Club. Especially I... within the past week. Yes! Oh my god, in the last week. Can you imagine if someone was like, whoa, that happened to me last night? <laughs> I gotta write them about this. I fucked on a Delta. Yeah! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, one person living or dead, you wanna wish well. Ooh, I wanna wish my super well. Okay. Ed, uh, Ed. He's awesome. Hi, Ed Edwin. Super. Edwin is amazing. Um, he's super chill. Like, the first time he stopped by, he was like, oh, you, you play instruments? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, I have, a, I have a few guitars downstairs myself, and I'm like, cool. cool. So yeah, he's just a swell guy who's like helped me out a lot. So yeah, big ups to Edwin. I wonder if Edwin and Kizo are friends. That would be delightful. Kizo is my super, and his name is Kizo. <laughs> he just has to mention that he's Kizo in every like. Hello, it is me, this Kizo. I'm here to fix it. We have um. We have um, a, a truck driver <laughs> that drops stuff off who's, I guess, Macedonian. Okay. So he has a very similar, a- like, accent. Yeah. Um, but, like, it's, like, a lot it's like more, a like, bad gruff. Yeah, it's so gruff. It's like, hello, I bring shipment. And I I'm bring like, shipment. And I'm like, I'm convinced you're a robot. You open tomorrow, I bring shipment. Shipment. I'm, I'm like, okay. You know the one? He's a great guy, but I'm just like, your, your, your dialect is very intense. <laughs> I was just laughing because I heard in my head, Can we kizzle? Yes, we can. <laughs> can we kizzle? Kizzle, kizzle. It's like, so are you going to fix my toilet or what? Kizzle, super, kizzle, kizzle. <laughs> oh my God. All right. Fun <sighs> fact or thought of the week, Ian Brodsky. Mm. You go first, because I know you already had one lined up. All right. Fun fact. The Four Corners Monument is entirely in New Mexico. That's a bummer. When you go to stand on the Four Corners, you are in New Mexico. The Four Corners actually meet on the side of a cliff. I think I've said that on the show before, but if you would like to climb up free rock faces... To be in four states at once, go crazy. But if you're standing on the four corners, you are not standing on mm. the four corners, my friend. Ooh. This you is a... have visited New Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a fun fact about me, I guess. Oh, um, about you. I want to direct a production of Spring Awakening set in modern-day rural Mississippi. Okay. Because I think... You could change very little of the script and have it still ring true. Okay. So that's like, that's kind of something I recently added on my bucket list. Okay. Would you have to change any of it? I don't know. And I don't 
think so entirely. Like, off the top the of my head. The names would make no sense. The names would make very little sense. But, I, but like, I can just totally see the same situation happen, ha- the same situation happening in, like, uh, the Deep South. The Deep South, abstinence-only, like, yeah, rural cornfields. Like, yeah. I And, like, that's one of those, like, weird ideas that I'm like, I've got to do this someday. Sure. So that's a fun fact about me. If anyone who has money in a theater, get at my DMs. <laughs> one time in high school, I wasn't part of the production, but my high school put on Romeo and Juliet, where the Capulets were um, Muslim and the Montagues were Jewish. Ooh, fascinating. Yeah, that was crazy. Um, we had a production of Midsummer Night's Dream in high school that I wasn't in that made zero sense. Why? Just because What Is Love, Baby Don't Hurt Me played as a song, not like at the curtain call or anything, but just in like the end of like the fourth act. Right. Out of nowhere. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Right. Don't hurt me. No more. No. Weird song. It is. I don't like that song. Me neither. Let's not sing it again. Nah, deal. Okay. Well, the show is at thisweeksthing at gmail.com. Hashtag thisweeksthing if you want to be part of our little chitty chat on yeah. the tweetas. At thisweeksthing is our handle everywhere. And uh, thisweeksthing at gmail.com. Thisweeksthing.com. That's what's missing. Yes. Thisweeksthing.com is the website. You can listen to us on Apple Podcast and SoundCloud and Stitcher and Google Play. And check out all the Dapper Devil productions on the YouTubes and all the other podcasting apps as aforementioned. Yes, aforementioned yes. apps. Uh, Ian, where can people find you? You can find me at iBroski on Twitter and Instagram and Brodsky Ian at Facebook. Uh, what about you, Claire? At Womanship on Twitter and Snapchat, ClaireManship.com, Facebook.com slash Julia Claire Manship. All right. All right. We did it. We did it. It was a night podcast. It, it was a night cast. Night cast. A pod night. Sure. A cast pod night. We need sleep. Yeah, clearly. I'm Claire Manchin. And I'm Ian Brodsky. And And that that was was the thing thing that happened this week. Bye! Night!